Hey, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of SHW. This is our wrestling. We are the voices of SHW. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, alongside my broadcast partner, GB Gerard Bonner, my man. Yeah. How you living, buddy? What's going on? You know what? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It is, uh, I'll tell you, man, these last few weeks uh, just in the world, period, have been crazy. I mean, last week was a tough world or tough weeks specifically in the world of pro wrestling and uh, certainly the larger uh, world has been very challenging the entire time and uh, now we've added some more uh, proverbial fuel to the fire so it's it's been a crazy time but uh, I'm I'm glad to be here I'm glad to be safe uh, and I'm glad for another week of conversation with you yeah man uh, it's good to see you and it's crazy. So if the fans haven't figured out by now, we do pre-record these by a few days and then we release them on Friday. So after the uh, craziness that happened last week, and I, I believe it happened last Monday, uh, the situation up in uh, uh, Minnesota and a great wrestling state and town. Right. And we had already recorded with Ashton mm-hmm. and ahead of time and not known at that time, you know, what the week would uh, consist of after the fact. Yeah. And sure. so uh, since that time, uh, the situation up there happened and then the protest uh, followed all over the country and then the riots started uh, all over the country. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just a hard time for the world right now and, and uh, specifically uh, for African-Americans. And it's hard for me to uh, speak about this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. – First of all, and I talked to you about this off air, like I'm not one to post anything political or religious or, or anything really even serious for that matter, because like I was mm-hmm. telling you, I just like to talk about wrestling. Yes. <laughs> I like yeah. to have fun and joke and laugh yeah. and yeah. be goofy and uh, not act my age. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, you know, all this adulting kind of stuff, <laughs> I just put it sure. to the wayside. Sure. And so when serious stuff like this happens, though, it, and I told you this, like the fact that we have this podcast, we have a platform to say stuff or yeah. to speak out against particular things going on. Yeah. I thought, you know, this, there's no reason we shouldn't uh, mention this or talk about this. Sure. And, sure. you know, we can't just pretend like it's not going to happen. And, and that's not to say uh, we do have a guest coming up later on we in do. the show. Um, and so we will uh, have some wrestling talk at some point. But I just didn't want to start out or go through the show without even talking about the issues right now. And yeah. Uh, 
of course, anybody with a television set or an iPhone with Facebook or a news feed, a Twitter feed, knows what we're talking about. Um, and I posted this on Facebook, on the Mean Street page and my personal page. There was a video that uh, Titus O'Neill and Batista put out down in uh, Florida. They met up with a couple of uh, law enforcement agents down in Tampa, and they basically just had a, a discussion, a public yeah. forum discussion uh, about what do we do? How do we fix this? Mm-hmm. And that kind of sparked my thought of we should kind of do the same thing on, on our show. Sure. And, and yeah, it's, a, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have, um, especially if, if you're not an African-American like myself. Like I was telling you off the air, like mm-hmm. I, I'm just a white guy. Like who's going to what, well, what can me, I say that, to help? And, and that's a, what a lot of uh, Caucasians might not know what they can do. Uh, let, let, let me let me say a couple of things. First, first of all, I think um, I think the one thing I've always loved about the world of pro wrestling is no matter the organization, for the three hours you get to come in to a program, it's as though that's the one time and one space where we all seem to be equal. We all seem to we can sit next to each other from varying walks of life. Um, from varying ethnic and uh, socioeconomic backgrounds. And we can focus our attention on the athleticism in the ring, who we like, who we don't like. And I've been in, in a ton of wrestling environments where you get people who outside of there would have very little in common. But when we get inside the space of pro wrestling, all of a sudden we are one. You know, and I think that's the beauty of pro wrestling. I think, honestly, it's one of the things that endeared me to Southern Honor is to be able to see that there's diversity inside and outside of the ring. And, you know, there's not the scenario where you have um, the typecast African-American or the typecast Southern Hick or the typecast. Everybody gets to be the varying shades and presentations of who they are. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one of those cases where for fans who are feeling uncomfortable about what to say and how to address this, think about this. How would you respond if you were a wrestling fan? As a wrestling fan, we all like who we like. We don't like who we don't like, but we do it on the basis of the merit of what they present in the ring and not solely on their physical presentation. I think we could literally learn a lesson from what we do at Southern Honor or any other wrestling promotion and simply grab this. I like what I like because of the merit of it. I don't like what I don't like because of the merit of it. And if we would learn to treat people in that way, to speak out on things that are impacting us and those around us because it's not a religious issue and a political issue it's a human rights issue and what amazes me is even for the wrestlers we don't like when we see somebody get injured we recognize hold on i can put my dislike to the side for them i'm going to mention a name we don't normally mention in southern honor but when roman reigns uh came up with his cancer diagnosis everybody who was a roman reigns hater found a way to love Roman Reigns because you understood this is life or death. And I think if people could understand that what's happening in our world is not an issue of politics, it's an issue of literal life or death. 
I won't name drop Southern Honor wrestlers, but I can tell you that when wrestlers leave the bright lights and the bright stage of the ring and they walk out into a random street, they can encounter the same types of things that have happened to the Ahmad Arbery's, the George Floyd's, add the names. It's been going on for a long time. So my suggestion before we hop into this great interview that we're going to have is this. Treat life like it's pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, when we're all together, we're not looking at uh, who's this and who's that and is this fan no good? No. You know what? You could be a fan I would never hang out with, but we like Joe Black. So because we like Joe Black, we're going to cheer for him. We're going to boo against his opponent. And that's going to be the way it is. And I think if we learn how to treat people in life like that, this entire conversation would be a lot easier. Because quite frankly, if something bad happens to Joe Black, we're going to speak out about it because we like Joe Black. And I think we've got to treat each other that way. Yeah, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. And and you mentioned how wrestling – uh, fans, they come together and you could be any shape, any size, any color. It doesn't matter, Absolutely. but you're all there because you love pro wrestling, uh, especially Southern honor. We, we have that mm-hmm. close knit fan base, a close knit behind the scenes, the people yeah. that work there. It's yeah. a family. We mention it week after week, how we miss our family and we cannot we wait do. to get back. Um, and you know, in this, uh, Batista and Titus O'Neill video I was talking about, they actually, uh, use the, um, uh, comparison to like a football team. Like Mm -hmm. at a football game, you're all there to root for the same team. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what gender you are. uh, What doesn't matter what your orientation is. Like whatever, you're all there for the same reason. And it's the same kind of thing uh, that you mentioned with pro wrestling and with SHW. And um, you you also touched on this being just a human, a basic human issue. And and that's one thing that uh, uh, Ashton Starr last week on our show said that, you know, the one thing we all have in common, no matter what, Mm-hmm. we're all humans that's right and I, I, that really resonated you know and I thought why, why, why just why can't people just see that and it's just yeah. one of those things that I don't know that we're ever gonna find like one solid answer as to what makes certain people tick a certain way because mm-hmm. for me growing up like I just never thought that way and I don't know if it yeah. was just because of the school uh, schools I went to and it was a good mix of different yeah. ethnicities and so to me it was never I never had the mindset of well, I'm better than these people or I'm better sure. than these people. We were all just there together and I was friends with people and it didn't matter what they looked yeah. like or whatever. Um, because in my mind, I was, it was never a, well, I'm better than them yeah. or anything that's, like that. That's the power. And, and, you know, when people start talking about what can we do, it's the power of one-on-one conversation. I mean, I know people want to get into laws and stuff like that. But none of that changes until we start having one-on-one conversations with the people in our world. You know, if, if, if there's somebody who you don't have something initially in common with, a conversation or many will help you figure out what that point of commonality is. And you can learn something about someone else. And uh, it makes you a lot more sensitive to what people are dealing with when you know, oh, this person is dealing with, and I know that, you know? So, mm-hmm. but uh, you were saying we're, we're all humans and um, that's the exciting part. But today we're talking to a heathen. So <laughs> I don't know if any of that really works. 
We got a heathen that we're talking to today, uh, which I think is going to be a whole lot of fun. Former SHW champion uh, Logan Creed is joining us today. So that should be a lot of fun. And are you rocking anybody's shirt today? I know you always have a great shirt that you're rocking of our indie fans. Well, so here's the thing. First of all, we always do want to do a quick plug. So don't forget, you know, Pro Wrestling Tees. Go grab a Southern Honor Wrestling shirt there. Absolutely. At Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, with everything that's going on right now in the world, uh, if you're not familiar with, with Sugar Dunkerton, Suge D on uh, AEW, yes. he's been dubbed uh, Pineapple Pete by mm -hmm. uh, Chris Jericho, the one yes. and only Chris Jericho. Yes. He um, recently posted a couple days ago uh, that he is going – and I've actually got it right here because I don't want to mess up exactly what it is. But he's got a pro wrestling tea store under Sugar Dunkerton, okay? okay? And he has said that for the month of June, as we record this, it's, it's the beginning of June. The month has just started. Uh, and he says 100% of any and all merch profit this month will be divided as a charitable donation to Black Lives Matter and the Trevor Project. So awesome. you can go to his page. It's prowrestlingtees.com slash Sugar Dunkerton. And that's actually where I got this shirt. Sweet. He's so cool. So I thought that was a really cool thing for him to do. And, yes. uh, and with everything that's going on right now, I mean, it's like literally the least you could do uh, to help out in some yes. small way, uh, you know, jump on there and grab a shirt. And, of course, at Pro Wrestling Tees, we've listed it over the weeks of us doing the show. There's plenty of other SHW stars that we know that uh, have stores on there on Pro Wrestling Tees. So go check that out and uh, yes. buy your favorite shirt. In fact, the person we're about to speak to, the heathen Logan Creed, just opened a Pro Wrestling Tees store. And nice. uh, you can buy, a, I think he has two or three options on there. And we'll talk to him about that, I'm sure, here in just a second. But um, before we get there, I wanted to ask you, did you happen to see uh, Southern Honor Wrestling General Manager Gary Lamb's post from earlier today about the barbecue? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. I know he's been cooking up the cooking up literally he's been working <laughs> on some stuff uh you know he's always cooking up some new business idea or what have you man what let's let's see what gary so, lamb is up to well so he posted a picture with a quote from anthony bourdain okay and the quote was barbecue may not be the road to world peace but it's a start okay ah. so he posted that picture with that quote and then he went on to in the caption talk about um we live in a day and time where there's a lot of people hurting and rightfully so I'm more than willing to get some of the best barbecue people in the state to donate the food. I will offer up the action building to host it. And if any of the police departments in the area, Cherokee, Canton, Woodstock, ball ground, Holly Springs would like to meet and invite the black community leaders, uh, the leaders in our police units. And instead of rioting, uh, we can break bread together and hear concerns and fears from both sides. And, what better way to do that than over some barbecue? Because barbecue, as Anthony Bourdain said, uh, what was the quote again? It's a start. Yeah. yeah it he may said, not be the road to world peace, but it's a start. And there you go. I would so, agree. It's definitely a start. So I thought, you know, well, that would be a cool idea. And so who knows where that might go? Uh, he says he's reached out to some different leaders in the community to see well, if listen, that might happen. If, but If that happens, and I think it should, then that means that's the next step to us getting back together for Southern Honor Wrestling, because if we're going to host uh, a discussion of that uh, with, with that type of magnitude, there are going to be a lot of people. Nobody's talking about social distancing, which I think it's still necessary. But right, if, you know, it, <laughs> which that's another story. Be that as it may, 
let's do that. Let's uh, get that good barbecue, get that discussion. And as I said, it's one step closer to the return of SHW at the Action Building. All right. Well, with all that said, and I know it was a heavy topic, and I know this is a wrestling podcast, but you know, it's just it's stuff that needs to be talked about, like we said. Yeah. So, um, but it is time to move into our interview portion of the show, and uh, here is our special guest, the heathen Logan Creed. All right, guys. Well, we have a very special interview coming your way. We're excited about this guy, and if you followed Southern Honor Wrestling at any time. You know about the gentleman who we have hanging out with us today. He's a former SHW champion and one of the most popular wrestlers on the roster. We're excited to have the one and only, the heathen, Logan Creed. What's going on, sir? What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing? Man, we're, we're good. How are you doing? I mean, this is quarantine season, sort of. I mean, places in the country are starting to reopen and things like that. How's this whole period been treating you, man? It's, you know, it's, it's been... It's been different. You know, I'm so used to being on the road and, and, uh, you know, just busy. I, you know, I, I've come, I've become so accustomed to being busy, you know, seven days a week. There's just never really been a time off, um, in life. So, you know, at first it was, it was different, you know, it was different, but I adjusted, um, you know, like I always do, I always find a way to adjust. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the time with my kids, uh, definitely yeah. the baby. Uh, you know, I got to see things and be a part of things that I probably would have missed had I been on the road. Um, now I wish he would stop walking, but uh, <laughs> he is he is doing that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it's been a really weird time. And, you know, I heard you guys talking about the things that are going on right now in the world. And, you know, I'm glad that we're not ignoring that and we're not pretending that these things aren't happening because, you know, I don't know that I would want to be a part of, of a, anything that's pretending it's not yeah. um, because it, it is a real issue. You know, it, it's not just a hot button issue. It's not, it's not even a COVID-19 issue. You know, I, I have my own beliefs about that, but this is a real, real issue. And, and I'm glad it's finally being addressed. And I'm glad that it is at the forefront of everything that's going on because it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those issues that, you know, people have talked about, why aren't we talking COVID-19 anymore? Well, the truth of it is, this has been one of those underlying issues that has been going on for generations. And right. there's always been something else that has seemingly been more important than that. Um, but now it's, it's, uh, it's topic of conversation for everyone right now. What, what are your thoughts as you're looking at the state of the world right now? Yeah, it's sad, man. And, you know, normally I'm, I'm not a person that, that yeah, I, I show emotion, but it's usually, it's usually a ferocious or angry emotion. But, uh, you know, I, I'm hurt and I'm not hurt for myself. I'm hurt for my friends. You know, I'm hurt for the people that I know who, who I know have to deal, you know, with these things every day of their lives. And, you know, I have children, so, you know, I want to raise them to, to be people that, that see past, you know, who they are, you know, the color of their skin. And it, it's tough, you know, I don't have the answers. I don't have all the answers. You know, I can sit here and preach love to you all day, but there's more to it than that because we absolutely do have love. You see it, you can see that it's there. You can see that there is a, there is a connection between us, you know, between black, white, Hispanic. It's there where it needs to be but there's still places where it's not. 
And I think that's the issue. And, and we've got to figure out how to fix this issue and, and, and make it stop, you know, so that we don't have to continue to do this, you know, year after year, month after month. It's, it's sickening and it's, it's getting old to see it happen. It's getting old to hear about it. Um, you know, it, it's got to stop. And I don't have the answer for it. You know, it's like I'm, it's, it's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's, it really is. Yeah. And, and I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of it. You know, I've reached out to several people on our roster who I'm close with. You know, I'm not one to, to go on social media and, and put it out on blast. Uh, I feel like that's like kind of giving a dollar to a homeless person and filming it and, and wanting the praise mm-hmm. for it. You know, I'm not going to do that, but I've reached out to people I know personally to let them know my feelings and to let them know that I stand with them. And and to me, that's what's important. And those people know that I stand with them. You know, I think one of the things that uh, is so important, and we were talking about it earlier, I found great joy, first of all, in the sport of pro wrestling, that it is one of the places that we all can seemingly come together and for however long, forget about the things that separate us and we can be united by what we see in the ring. And it's one of the things that I've loved about this roster is that there has been a, a theme of diversity without trying to be diverse. Right. You know, it just is what it is. Tell me what you think has caused this roster to be that way, because in other uh, places historically in pro wrestling, um, there's always been the attempt to kind of typecast, stereotype, or fit one type of something in there. What do you think has made this roster uh, gel together in such a different way? You know, it's funny. I, I've told people for years, and, and this goes beyond anything happening now, uh, and this is really cool because I've always told even friends and family members and, and people outside of wrestling that you know, I come from a very small town uh, in South Georgia. Um, so when I got into professional wrestling, you know, I really started meeting people from all different backgrounds, from different religions, from different, you know, the, the way they, the outlook they have on the world. And it is absolutely the one place where I always found, even 10 years ago, that there was a brotherhood there because we trusted one another with our lives. And when you do that, when that happens, it doesn't matter where you come from. You you just become close, you know, and there's always going to be issues and underlying problems. But, you know, we were breaking boundaries before the world was, I believe. You know what I mean? We we really were. And, and people don't credit that enough, but we, we did. You know, we were breaking yeah. these barriers down before the world was even breaking them down because we had to, because we we realized that you know, we all shared a passion for the same thing. And that passion was greater than anything else in our lives. And so that's really awesome to me to know that, that the thing that I had been saying for so long was absolutely 100% true, that there was, a, there, there was a passion there for something that was bigger than any of us. And that was wrestling. Yeah. Say, you talk about Southern Honor in particular, uh, having that, uh, that feeling of that family and not not caring what color you are what creed you are not no pun intended logan creed uh but what color you are what gender you are Uh, i give a lot of credit to dylan uh who who 
does a great job of putting this roster together and bringing in other people uh, from time to time to join the roster because he's probably one of the most accepting people I've ever met in my life. It doesn't matter your gender, your color, uh, you know, transgender, homosexual. It does not matter what you are. Uh, he does not care. And I think that's why he's such a great fit with AEW because, you know, that's what they tout is how inclusive they are, uh, which I love about that company. Uh, but I think SHW is, is the same way. You know, we were doing it before AEW even came around. Um, and I think that's a, a big credit to Dylan uh, for, for that kind of mindset because when you're the guy in charge and you have that mindset, it trickles down. And I think the rest of the roster, uh, you know, absorbs that mindset. I know we do work in there and, and just everybody that attends the shows can feel that. And, uh, and I just think that's awesome. And I, and I give kudos to him for sure. Yeah. Well, and that's the reason for the success of the show. You yeah. know, you don't have to look anywhere further than it being successful to know that there's something being done right behind the scenes and that there's a real brotherhood there behind the scenes. And, you know, like I said, it's not always, it's, it's not always easy. You know, everybody has a difference of opinion, but, when you're able to voice that difference of opinion and talk about it and come to, you know, figure out ways to fix it, that's what makes it better than anything else. Because if there's not a, a, a place to talk about it, if you're not allowed to say what is on your mind or, or fix an issue that you see, then it, it stays stagnant. And that's the reason why Southern Honor has been successful is because no one's voice is ever, ever goes unheard. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really good. I want to ask you this um, in some wrestling talk. You're one of the few that get the opportunity to work at Southern Honor and at a place like MLW, um, which when we found out you were heading to MLW, we were like, wow, this is kind of significant stuff. Um, talk a bit about how your time has been uh, kind of working in both companies. Uh, you know, it was really awesome uh, when that happened, obviously, you know, I, it come out of nowhere. Um, you know, I, I had spent the better part of the year in, uh, 2019, first 2019 into 2018, uh, really trying to reach out to, uh, different promotions and, you know, see where I could go because I knew it was time to, to kind of either do it or, or take a step back and, and let other people have the light. Cause I didn't want to be a guy just taking up spot, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, it, it come out of nowhere. You know, I, I didn't, I was really unfamiliar with the company uh, before we started talking. Um, and I got caught up really quick because I wanted to know what was going on. Uh, and what I found was a company who reminded me a lot of Southern Honor. And, you know, and you talk about AEW, you know, they, it's very similar to that. You know, it's very diverse. Uh, the, the, the people in charge are available to me. We, we, you know, we talk constantly about ideas and, and things that are happening and we're, we're constantly coming up with new, um, new stories and, and just anything to, to promote me and, and the rest of the company. And so the, to me, that was such a blessing in disguise for me because it was an opportunity at the next step. Um, but it was exactly where I wanted to be and where I needed to be because, you know, you look at everything that's happened. Uh, if I'd have ended up, you know, down in Orlando, I may not have a job right now. Yeah. And so, and that, that possibility was on the table at the time. And so it's, it's really cool to know, you know, I made a right decision. Uh, but not only did I make the right decision, um, you know, I did something that was very beneficial 
for myself, for my career, and I'm learning and I'm growing. And, and that in itself, even through this time when we're not wrestling, um, you know, the character is growing just out of the communication I'm having with the people in charge there. And that's awesome because they still care. You know, it, it, yeah, we aren't wrestling, but it hasn't stopped the machine. You know, it, they, they aren't just sitting waiting for something to resolve. We're figuring out ways to keep putting on a show without getting in a ring. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how much uh, you're allowed to tell us or, or how much story you can go behind the scenes on or whatever. But initially, when you went into MLW, you weren't Logan Creed. You were Grogan. Was it Grogan? It was Grogan. So, so, but now you're, <laughs> now you're Logan Creed. Yeah, you know, so, well, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I can only speculate, and I have speculated on the podcast, so I haven't gotten in trouble yet. So, uh, <laughs> well, uh, we can go into it. No, it, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think they had an idea, and, you know, we know how the wrestling business works. Uh, there's always, there's people in charge. There's people that are booking the show. There's, there's things that they maybe want to see done or, you know, a position they see you in. Uh, but I'll tell you like exactly what I was told uh, after I made my debut in Orlando and, you know, I was, was put with the dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I received an email that basically said after seeing me and meeting me and, and seeing my debut and then kind of uh, digging into who I was formerly that they liked that character more than they did the one they were trying to create. And I think that says a lot for them, you know, that, that they actually took the time to see what they had and not just try to completely turn it into something else. Mm -hmm. You know, places don't do that. Right. You you do whatever they say and that's the way it is. And then, you know, that's part of the job. That's what happens. And so, and I was totally for it. And I think that helped a lot too. You know, I think the fact that I walked in with a totally open mind and was willing to do you know, whatever asked of me was, um, was a big part of it because suddenly they were like, this guy will work and he'll, he'll do whatever we need him to do. And then then somebody was like, but I kind of like what he was already, kind of like what he was already doing. And so there was some conversations, you know, we had some, from really deep conversations, some conversations that had to make me think, you know, about who Logan Creed was and, and what the whole deal was. And so that's what I was just speaking about is the, you know, they're helping me evolve myself. It's, it's a lot easier when you've got outside eyes looking in to, to create when you, you know, you can only do so much when you're doing it yourself. And, and I think anything is better as a team than it is done alone. And I always believe that. And, and there's a team there and there's a team there of people who are looking at it from so many different angles and, and pitching ideas and, and telling you, you know, how they see it and how maybe you should look like this. And so it's super cool because now I get to evolve as a character. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say like, I just want to say that uh, we uh, knew you before you got to MLW. So I was, I was glad when you got to go back to the Logan Creed name because my, <laughs> that was my thought was like, well, why did they change the name in the first place? Uh, they should just keep him Logan Creed. He's a badass on his own. Like he's already Logan Creed. But see, of course, I knew that because we've seen you the last two years at SHW. And one thing I do want to point out from the debut at MLW, that was the um, Battle Royal match, right? And that was uh, down in, in Orlando. And yeah. as I watched that, 
I don't remember. I don't know who was on commentary at the time, but they kept calling you Gorgon instead of Grogan. Right. And I remember, like, I think you had told me or somebody had told me ahead of time, yeah, my name's going to be Grogan when I, when I debut. So I'm expecting that. And the guy kept saying Gorgon. And all I'm saying is I'm going to toot our horn here for me and GB. We would have gotten your name right on your debut. <laughs> yes, we would have. That's all I'm going to say. But anyways, despite yeah, all that. I don't know if anybody knew what my name was going to be. Because <laughs> he like, kept saying honestly, it. I think no, I, honestly, like, I don't think they knew in, until – probably the next day <laughs> we're actually gonna do um but you know it like i said it is what it is um uh it was a story in it it was made into a story it's still a story uh holiday still calls me grogan slash gorgon to this day <laughs> uh, he, he refuses to call me anything else and, nice. and i think that's fun uh because why not why wouldn't he you know so it's uh that's one of those stories that I always get to tell, you know what I mean? And, and so, but like I said, the, the cool part was, is that most people would have taken that and shunned it and gotten angry and got upset. And, you know, a lot goes into sometimes there's tests involved when you get to these places that you have to pass, mm -hmm. you know, and who's to say that the whole thing wasn't just a part of their plan. Just to see how you would react. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, that's 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 how I see it, and and I believe that to this day that it was nothing more than to see how how will this guy react to change. Wow. And, so so I understand you were talking about evolution um, and the growth of Logan Creed, and part of that growth, I believe, includes an upcoming movie. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about this movie Gut Cruncher that you're involved in. So this come about last year. Uh I guess it was last I, it all time so runs together. Uh when I was still at uh when I was still the, the champ over at Anarchy in Cornelia, um Rick had been uh contacted by a studio out of Atlanta and uh they wanted to come and film a movie uh there at the landmark arena. And uh, I guess in one of their visits there to kind of take a look and see if it was going to work, uh, they saw my picture on one of the posters on the wall. And so that conversation led to Rick saying, yeah, you should just call him. He'll do it. And which is what Rick would do because Rick doesn't ask anything. He just tells you you're doing stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so I think Rick actually called me first to tell me that uh, I was going to be doing He's like, yeah, these guys want to put you in a movie. You're going to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right so, and they did they reached out and uh and you know i went and and you know we we looked at some stuff and they loved me uh i was exactly what they wanted for the character um and it was a lot of fun you know it was unfortunately covid and everything going on has stopped the release uh we were supposed to be a part of the atlanta film festival this year uh but not sure now what's happening everything's kind of at a standstill i believe it is finished uh i just think they're waiting to see how they're going to release it um i had heard rumor that it may be on netflix uh, i do believe it will be on shutter which is the uh, horror light netflix uh app um so you know it'll be out there and it'll be available when the time comes um and I didn't realize that there were actually some bigger name actors in this. And I can't tell you their names off the top of my head, but I know <laughs> one, of the, one of the guys that played uh, in it is, uh, was Jason from Friday the 13th. Oh. 
So there, there are some there are some names. Uh, if you're not a wrestler, I don't know your name. Like even sports, like I, I'm. I'm useless. <laughs> I fully get that. Yeah, I'm useless when it comes to that. You start dropping names to me, I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know who that is. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it, you know, it was a pretty big deal for them. And you know, what's really cool is that uh, you know, MLW really grabbed a hold of that, and the studio was so happy to to you know give them anything they wanted to push it because you know that's free publicity for the movie yeah i don't think you know at the time we didn't realize we were going to get that because when i did it i hadn't yet signed with mlw so it was literally right in the middle of all of it that i was negotiating a contract that i was doing the movie so that's been really good for both sides you know this this gave it's given them you know something to promote uh as far as mlw and it's given the studio a whole new outlet to, to put the, the movie out there. So it's, it's been good for both sides and it's been a lot of fun talking back and forth and, and putting things together. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, of course, in quarantine, some folks have been following wrestling, some haven't, but certainly fans and wrestlers alike seem to be ready to want to get back into the arenas, get back into the ring. Um, do you have an idea of who on earth you'd like to battle once we get back into a ring somewhere? You know, at this point, I don't care. Uh, it just, just <laughs> give me a damn ring and, yes. and please God, let's wrestle. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to blow your mind. Um, there's one guy on the MLW roster that I want to get in the ring with. And, and because we've been off for this amount of time, you know, you, your brain starts wondering, you know, what if this is it? What if we never wrestle again? I mean, it just happens. It's, it's natural. And, uh, you know, I want to wrestle Joe Black. Ooh. Oh man, that would be amazing. Yeah, oh, that's 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 who I want. Oh boy, you know, every week here we've been getting some dream matches that we <laughs> never knew we wanted but absolutely need. And Logan Creed versus Joe Black, sign me up now. Like, <laughs> I I need that now. Oh my gosh, that's that's the main event. That's the main event anywhere. Uh, that's the main event at MLW. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. It, trust me, nobody. Uh, there is not a single person, and I'm and I'm looking at the camera and I'm saying this, and it's probably going to hurt some people's feelings. There's not a single person that I know right now who should be signed more than Joe Black, and I, I don't give a damn who thinks otherwise. He's talented. He puts in the work. He's a machine. He can wrestle. He can tell stories. Nobody should be signed more than him. He can he's cut a promo. I mean, he the promo king. deserves it. And that's why I want to get in the ring with him because I love to test myself and I want to work with him. It's crazy how many, it's funny you say that because it's crazy how many comments we get every week. Even before we started, doing, we're on episode five, but even before we started doing the podcast, I would see comments and questions all the time of fans and me and Gerard as well. Like, a lot of people always saying, like, how is he not signed? How is he not yeah. signed? And, you know, we asked him what his end goal was, where he wanted to end up. Because I was thinking, you know, most people, the NXT, AEW, MLW, uh, something like that. And he immediately said Japan. And yeah. he wants to go to Japan. And, and that's where he, you know, he, he, that he would fit there. God, he'd be a star in months, you know. It, as soon as he said that, it, it, I was like, oh, my gosh, that would, that's perfect for him. I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
That's amazing. 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 This has been an incredible and incredible time. Um, Anything you'd like to say to the fans? I know we have been missing the fans. Anything you'd like to say uh, to the fans since we've all been in quarantine? Uh, You know, stay safe. Uh, I've talked to some of them. Some of them have messaged me. You know, I've never been a person. uh, It's probably a mistake sometimes, but, you know, I always message the fans back. Uh, You know, I don't I don't ever like to not be connected to them because without them, what are we doing? You know, what we're not doing is this point. I can't watch wrestling right now, you know, because without fans, it's just hard. Yeah. Watch it, but it's just, you can feel it. It's not the same. And you can see it in the guys on TV right now. It's not the same for them either. Um, They make the show, you know, and and that's why we do it is, is for them. And so, you know, it's coming back. I know it's frustrating. We're all frustrated together. Um, And I'm sure, you know, everybody's going through different emotional stages right now through all of this and, you know, just, just hang on. Uh, We're going to get through it. We always do. Uh, as a society, we we get through anything and everything that comes our way, and and it'll be back, and we'll get back to how things were, to some extent, and you know wrestling will be back, and nobody on earth is more excited about that than me, uh, and I'm ready, and I cannot wait to walk through the curtain, and feel the goosebumps on my arms when I hear Southern Honor crowd come up off their feet and and i think about it every single day man it's gonna be awesome we cannot wait for that time to come as well and one quick last thing before you go you know we mentioned right before we brought you on about your pro wrestling tees store so go ahead and plug that real quick and then also uh, your social media yeah pro wrestling tees.com uh, at the logan or at the heathen logan creed um and then Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the Logan Creed. Please give me a follow. Please check out the T-shirts. You can also go to uh, the MLW Pro Wrestling Tees, and uh, I have a T-shirt on there as well. So go support any and all of it, and uh, I appreciate you guys, and I can't wait to see both of you uh, in the very near future, and I can't wait to see all the fans. Awesome, man. Well, we can't wait either. And and like we said before uh, when we brought you on with us, we appreciate you, obviously, for the interview, but – because of what's happened over the last week or so, uh, we appreciate you kind of jumping in on that conversation as well, even though that wasn't the initial plan when we booked you to be on the show with us. So um, thank you for your thoughts on that. And, and just thanks for being with us, man. And like you said, we hope to see you really soon, buddy. Thanks guys. Woo, the heathen. Yeah. That was some scorched earth for you. There I love you nice. Nicely done Thank you there. very much. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you very much. Well, man, that was awesome. And, and like I, I just mentioned to him, like it was super cool of him because you know, we, we booked him ahead of time and, and all the craziness of last week happened and, and actually the craziness has led into this week as well. Um, and of course we had to talk about it. It wasn't something we were just going to pretend. And that's the thing we kind of touched on. It's like the wrestling world, wrestling in general for me is like an escape. You yeah. want to watch wrestling to get away from the craziness of the real world. And that's kind of what we hope that this show can be as well. But this in particular, this kind of topic is one of those that you can't just ignore and you can't just pretend it's not happening just so we can, Hey, let's just talk wrestling. You know, we were going to talk wrestling and we did, okay. but uh, it was cool of him to, to jump in there too and, and give his thoughts on the state of the world right now. Absolutely. And I think, again, you know, I think people value what uh, wrestlers have to say. They value what celebrities and sports figures have to say. And so uh, I definitely appreciate him doing that. And 
man, we keep getting bombshells on this show. And a dream match between <laughs> Logan Creed and Joe Black signed me all the way up. Listen, we talked last week about how crazy we went when Ashton won the championship. I can only imagine what the calls are going to be like should that match ever happen. I'm glad we'll be front row for that. I, I can't wait. And, and man, it's just, it's making me itch that much more to get back right. to wrestling just because I want that to happen like right away. You know, can we'll you have, we can have a little that. slow story build up, but then yeah. when that match does finally happen, holy crap. Well, if, if the SCI continue, if that actually happens, I know Joe was already in. Logan Creed was there was talk that he was going to be in that could be a final yeah good lord oh. that, that that could be it oh. for the oh. for a title opportunity yeah oh, oh my gosh yeah that that has match that has match of the year candidate on it already already and, oh man it, it's got to happen in an SHW ring too like no to. offense to any other promotion uh, even if it's MLW like I I we're SHW through and through. And yeah. if that happens somewhere else, I want to be pretty upset. <laughs> like it's it got to happen. happen at SHW. Got to happen at SHW. You heard it here. You heard it here first folks. SHW on the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. Yes. It's yes. got to happen in an SHW ring. But, um, uh, well, Gerard, we got to, we're towards the end of the show here. We got to yeah. do our usual plugs. What do you got for us? Well, you know what? There are a lot of super cool things going on. Of course, all things SHW you can find on IWTV. You can watch our entire catalog, every card, every match. It's all there. Go sign up right now at independentwrestling.tv. Uh, you get access to SHW and a ton of other great promotions for only $10 a month. It is well worth the monthly charge so go ahead and check that out and while you're doing that make sure you check out my good buddy beat up brandon benefield on a great podcast called <laughs> the mean street podcast you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts you can follow them on social media at mean street pod check that out uh they've got some amazing things happening there so uh, check them out well thank you buddy and let me throw it right back to you because you can also listen to my buddy no, he's on this side, over here, this side, yeah. <laughs> TV, my broadcast partner on The Faction Show, uh, weekly episodes with his co-host. You got Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack. Those dudes are awesome. So be sure to check those out uh, at The Faction Show on social media. And uh, like he said, we got great content. They've got some great content. That's who you need to be listening to. Wow. And, you know, you can listen to us occasionally if you well, want to. I but mean, I think that's the cool <laughs> thing, though. I think they have to understand we love wrestling. And yeah. it's a great thing, of course, to be a part of Southern Honor, which is a definite next level for us. And so uh, it's just great to be able to have all of these outlets to talk about the world of pro wrestling. So if you love us here, you'll absolutely love us in those spaces as well. And don't forget... SHW pod right there. Follow this right. show on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we release these episodes, premiere them on Facebook on the SHW Facebook page every Friday night at 6 PM. Uh, but you can also follow us on those other platforms as well uh, throughout the week. And uh, you can listen to us on all the podcast platforms. I mean, we're all over the place. So uh, before we go, I just want to say, you know, on what we talked about earlier, I know it was a little bit of a heavier topic and not your normal fun-loving uh, wrestling show that we normally give you, but like we said, it's just one of those things that needs to be brought up. And I think, you know, I mentioned the um, Titus O'Neil, Dave Batista uh, video from earlier, and uh, it's just one of those things, like they said in that video, 
uh, what, when, when somebody asks, what can I do? What can we do? Have those conversations, have those uncomfortable conversations, because those are the conversations that need to be had across the country, across the world, um, to, to put this kind of stuff to an end. And, um, you know, just, just don't be afraid to ask the questions because yeah, I'll be the first to admit, I in no way can, can tell you can relate to what somebody like Gerard goes through on a daily basis. And so I can admit that. And I, you know, I know that to be true. And so it, I, I'm here for you. I'm here for any of my other uh, African-American uh, friends out there, any of our fans that are listening, any of the wrestlers on the roster. Uh, just know that I love you guys. I got your back. And um, I, I just I feel for you guys. And, again, I, I don't know what it's like on a daily basis, but uh, I can listen to you guys. I can talk to you guys and, and just do whatever we can do to learn and, and figure this out. Well, you know, the, again, and, and I won't belabor the point, but I think the beautiful part about pro wrestling is, you know, when, when I come to an SHW show, you know, I, I hope people don't look at me as the black announcer. I just hope that they treat me as the announcer. And I think that's why I got the job. And that's why I'm part of the team. And uh, that's why we love everybody who we love in the ring um, because of who they are. And if we can just view people that way, life gets a lot easier. So if you forget how to do it, outside think about how you do it at the action building think about how you do it uh in these fan pages for southern honor that's what we do because that's who we are we're southern honor this is our lives this is what we do that's right well uh since you mentioned that i'll be the first to tell you that uh i suggested you right off the bat and it wow. was it was because you were and you still are one of the nicest guys i've ever met and wow thank uh, you. And, and you're a great friend and and believe me, it wasn't, you're the nice black guy. It was, you're just the nicest, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And, and I Thank think you. anybody that will have, has, has met you or will meet you uh, will probably say the same thing. So uh, hopefully they say something nice about me too. Um, they have but, to. You know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's the really nice guy and the other guy. I'll be the other guy. <laughs> hilarious oh my but, uh, god <laughs> anyway we hope that uh you guys enjoy our commentary we hope you guys are enjoying yes. this podcast and um we just we, we do it for you guys for the fans and uh we just want to put out some great content for you so um hopefully uh moving forward we don't have to do this too often because it's one of these topics that we we it's hard to talk about we don't necessarily uh you know look forward to talking about but it's a difficult conversation that you have to talk about um like i told you earlier I love just talking pro wrestling. I love to have yeah. fun and joke. And I just want to, I want us all to get along and to be able to have fun together. And there's no reason that shouldn't be able to happen. And yeah. just, just, I'll end it with this. Just love each other. Absolutely. So that easy. one last thing. This has been SHW. This is our wrestling. There you go. We'll see you guys next week.